Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. So is it Foo Fighters or is it is it is it is it Foo Fighters? Uh, is, is the accent on the Foo of the Fighters? Oh, it's on the Fighters. Ladies and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of these days we're just gonna stick with it for the whole episode. This episode brought to you by String Joy. God, please stop! Stop! Sound better, play butter. Stringjoy.com. I'm not drunk enough for this. I put the wrong in fastness on the wrong syllable. <laughs> Well, this episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. <laughs> Go check out stringjoy.com. They got great socks. I'm wearing some right now, actually. I keep my tootsies nice and toasty. <laughs> Stringjoy, keeping your tootsies toasty <laughs> since 2020. Well, they've been doing it long. Well, the socks came later. <laughs> you know, if we keep doing good sock placement like that, maybe we'll get a Vessie. Was it Vessie's sponsorship that's doing okay. all the YouTube stuff? Mm-hmm. And they're nice Stringjoy.com. The, the socks came later. So what, what's new with you, Chris? <laughs> um, I can't remember if I talked about it last week or if I did it after we recorded, but I went and picked up a PV reactor um, basically for... What did I trade for it? Okay, so backstory. I traded with a guy named Doug King. I think he's on a couple of the yeah. groups. I know he's in six He's on the um, Just Surprise Me. Is he on the Just Surprise Me podcast? Or is that... Doug Chris. Yeah. Yeah, so Wait, different Doug. Doesn't does Doug King is he the thirty seven effects? No, is that Doug also Chris? Doug Chris? Gosh, yeah, dang it! Chris I know who Doug King is though. Yeah, so I did a trade with him. I sent him my Matthews effects cartographer. He sent me a McAfee Audio green vodka fuzz. Yeah, those are supposed to be pretty good. Uh, I guess I didn't even get a chance to plug it in because uh, like wow. the same day I received it or the next day I received it, somebody posted a PV reactor, which if you don't know, is basically their telecaster um, for 200. And I was just like, hey, will you take a trade because I got some pedals laying around? He's like, yeah, if you want to do. I told him what I had and I just got the, the gaffy and he's like, yeah, I'll do that if you still want to throw some cash my way so yeah and i was looking them up on reverb today and they go anywhere from like the 200 that the guy had it posted for up to like 550 or so so i think i got a pretty good deal that's and cool yeah i've been enjoying it but i think how, that's all i have how's the this weight week. on it uh it is a little heavier i think than the standard well, yeah, I own a standard Telecaster, basically. Uh, maybe it's a little heavier, um, but the pickups are kind of the where I'm really noticing it, where it's a, a little weird, a little microphonic, but you know that kind of gives some character to it, so I'm not super worried about it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, what's new with you, Scott? Um, nothing. Yet. Yet. Thursday, I'll have something new. Okay, no teasing? 
I think we already mentioned it on the show. Yeah, we mentioned it. Well, I wasn't here last week. So. Oh, well, I bought a Strymon Volante via Chris. Oh, yeah. I, well, I knew about that, but now the whole world knows. The whole world already <laughs> knows. <laughs> they know now. Yeah. It was the whole world minus one, and now it's complete. <sighs> well... I like that I Diaz cool just stuff. sighed on that one. That's how bad that was. <laughs> Diaz is sighing. Yeah. Not, how does that make you feel? It's like you are my world. <laughs> you are. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. All right so I, is it my turn to talk about what yeah, I got? Yeah, so what's new with you? Um, so I got my uh, one of one 63 custom from Electromotive Sound Co. Now, what is that underneath the hood? So it, it's a Prince of Tone clone. Oh, cool. Um, it's not an original circuit. He did by like, he pretty much like, I was like, Hey, you, you should do like th- this. And he's like, well, I can do that for you. And I was like, okay, well, that's cool. Cause I can't put together pedals. <clears throat> so um, he got a Prince of Tone clone from a company and, and put it in a box for me. Uh, it is fantastic. It is Pelham Blue. The knobs are the cool thing. So it's set up just like an S- my SG. It's got mm-hmm. the like it's got the uh, position indicator pointers that SGs will get on them. A little metal nib that sticks out, uh, and it's got the SG style top hat knobs. So it's it's real. I mean, it's and it sounds fantastic. Like I I pair that that if I stack that in the um, Jackson Audio Golden Boy. Oh my god! Oh, that's right. You have a golden boy too. Oh yeah, sounds like heaven. And oh, and I learned the solo to Rosanna by Toto. So that happened this week. I feel like I can stop learning anything on guitar. Uh, It's not the hardest solo, but like you know how it's just one of those solos that you always think is a lot more complicated than it is, and then you learn it, and you're like, I am the greatest guitar player that ever lived. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. So that's pretty nice. Uh, oh, and uh, I literally, right before hopping on here, sold my set of Gear Supply Co. pedals for twelve hundred dollars. So, it's still like, I'm we're so we're all low energy them. about this because we just spent like twenty minutes talking about it before the show started. But like, unreal. I netted, I netted like eight hundred dollars profit. <laughs> um, like the light drive, I I paid or the medium drive, I paid thirty five bucks for shipped that was shipped well i mean the preamp was 50 bucks shipped i think um yeah they weren't that expensive pedals even new and then like the used market just sank on them yeah and while the i mean i bought low while while they were all like and no one was selling them because they didn't think they were worth anything like half the time i would i would like see it in someone's picture and i'd be like Hey, you want to sell that? And they're like, yeah, what do you give me for it? I'm like, well, the going rate is uh, $60 for a gear supply pedal. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, because I I mean, I'm the only one buying them. <laughs> and I, just, I literally sold them within hours today. So, well, yeah. So that's been my, that's been my thing. That's been great. So that's that's an incredible I'm, incredible I'm deal. still I'm still like in shock because I was gonna put a thousand because I had them listed on I need to take them off the Facebook marketplace for a thousand so I had them on there so I was like well if I sell them on here you know I can avoid fees and everything 
um yeah and now today i was like well if i'm gonna have to pay fees i'm gonna bump that price up and i put it up for i mean i accepted offers and they just paid the price out the gate so and it's absolutely insane i'm still just in shock by it i think that's why i feel low energy is because i'm literally in shock <laughs> oh dude you were that's like fair. hyper energy like five minutes ago <laughs> oh yeah no and then i'm and then i'm over it uh yeah because yeah it's just insane i'm moving so i was like distressing about like moving costs and everything and i literally i think like the amount i needed to get was right around it was 1200 and i was like yeah so i listened i was like 1200 i was like i'll come up a little bit shy after fees and everything but shoot yeah one less thing you have to pack and then uh well, I mean, yeah. And then also the cool thing is I set a precedent for, I mean, the price of a used gear supply pedal. Think yeah. About yeah. But is this like the 50-50 situation where Adam Dolhanek sold his for like $400? And no one else will ever be able to sell it again? <laughs> yeah. Well, because so like. And with, the, the, the there's thing about now going to be a dude who goes around trying to tw- trade those pedals at $1,200 or more trying to flip it into something else. So like everyone who lists like a Gibson Les Paul is going to be like, I have the complete gear supply line as like an option. Yeah. I heard he was using it as trade bait. <laughs> I, it was offered to me for a King of Tone. Yeah. Remember when I bought that? I bought, yeah, I bought it off you. That was your King yeah. of Tone that I was selling. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm just kind of in shock right now. Okay. I'm like, my mind's totally blown um so it looks like i looks like next week i'll be doing episode right before moving all right all right right, let's move on to gear news um so let's get focused (laughs) head in the game all right so um spun effects has come out with the litigator overdrive so this pedal art looks severely like it's supposed to be a lawyer, right? Like, because justice is blind, right? Like, it's the scales of justice kind of thing. I, I guess. But, like, it looks it's, like it's, it's a woman a wearing a suit with a tie at the same time. And yeah. still has the blindfold and has the scales. Odd art. I, it, it is, I like it, though, because it's got that, like, newspaper cartoon, like, political cartoon look to it. Yeah. Um, But it's like... It's like one of those things where it's like it's making a statement, but I don't know what it is, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. So I mean, it's it's like literally the that 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 Supreme Court statue in like a newspaper comic format. Like that's that's a perfect way to describe it. Well, it's so so the way it's it's voiced after the British blues rock tones of the sixties, but it's not a blues breaker. So when you say blues British blues rock tones of the sixties, you automatically think a blues breaker pedal. Um sixty-three is whenever uh the um blues breakers album came out. The one that was just like Is that Clapton? Yeah. Yeah. Um and that's where the sixty three custom came from, uh, for the name of the pedal that was made for me, was that's the year that the Bluesbreakers album came out. Um, but like I mean, that's the whole thing, but this is supposed to be more uh using transistors that are found in fuzz pedals, so it gets like more of a fuzzy quality. Like a fuzzy edge is what it says. Uh, so uh, I really don't honestly know. it sounds like a fuzz it, it sounds like a fuzz face. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. 
sounds uh, it sounds pretty cool. I like it. I mean, 135 bucks. That's a, a pretty decent deal. That's a solid overdrive pedal price. Yeah, considering all the other overdrive and fuzz pedals we've been talking about a lot lately, and the like prices 175, 200, no, you know, 350. Oh, that's. Oh, I yeah, mean, shoot the right. the new the new Waza fuzz came in at 350, sold out immediately. Um, the next fuzz pedal we're about to talk about is 300, 350 ish. People need to calm down. Sold out. So yeah. Well, I think there's some retail stores that still have it in stock, but like direct orders are sold out today. So yeah, I bought a $400 fuzz pedal this year or last year. I mean, yeah, things are yeah. getting nuts, man. Yeah, things are out of control. This so this is this is refreshing to see. Because usually on the prices, we're like, oh, I don't know, and then bam, there it is. I actually speaking of sold out, this one sold out. <laughs> yeah so we're gonna uh, talk about it's, al it's also available on the 11th so maybe it's just it's saying sold yeah. out and they'll add oh yeah it, this pedal will show as sold out until it's released on february 11th yeah so um that's there uh, high quality parts I'll all throughout um uh, made in handmade in washington spun loud's a new company to me i've never really heard this group before it looks like they have another pedal already out there that's a uh, dual fuzz kind of thing we don't need one fuzz we need two fuzz yeah stack your fuzz go for it yeah all right well speaking of going for it benson went for it with this new thermally thermally based thermally biased oh germanium fuzz okay so a big thing that is complain about especially like when you hear about stories of like eric johnson stuff like that um with you know, fuzz components there are like, germaniums are temperamental to you know the weather the temperature um so it's pretty cool that benson's literally like nope we control the temperature on this thing yeah i mean they went in the other direction um because like what you commonly hear about is people sticking them in the freezer you yeah. get a consistent tone right like it's there's something about like when they're cooler they work differently so this is going the yeah. other direction where it's going to it's going to basically put a heater circuit on the transistors to get them up to temp and well, regulate I think if it you that have, way if you have the temperature set the way it is and then you can like bias it you can like tune it into i think closer to the sound that you want i think it would be yeah. easier for them to control with heat than it would with cold I mean, <laughs> they want to put like a little compressor in there and run a refrigeration <laughs> circuit on it, but yeah, yeah. The, the the noise and the, the fan and all the junk that would go with it. So yeah, yeah, heating it's the easier way to go, um, or mm -hmm. at least get a, get a steady temp out of it. Um, I don't think that's necessarily the coolest thing about this pedal, though that is okay, pretty what unique Okay, what is cool. the coolest thing? It's a fuzz face. Tell us about it, Scott. So this is based on a fuzz face circuit, right? But right. it has a it has a buffer in it. So historically, most uh, most fuzz face circuits suck after a buffer, right? It's like there's that needed right. like you want it first in your chain. It wants to interact with your guitar. Um, so right. this has a buffer circuit to it, and then adds an impedance knob to simulate the uh, the pickup loading 
resistance or impedance of the the pickup load so you right. can sort of fake it which is also kind of cool for two reasons and I'll, I'll bring both of them up because a buddy of mine just bought one of these um one because it's buffered you can have other things in front of it now and it doesn't matter as much you don't have that right. interactivity um so it's a little more consistent so the other fun part is now you have a fixed pickup load resistance on it. You can run your Les Paul, your Strat, your Telecaster, your EMGs into it. It still keeps right. seeing the same pickup load. So it's a little more consistent between your guitars. Right. And then the other fun one on that is you can run a wireless unit in front of a fuzz now. And still oh. get like a consistent reaction. So think about how many guys want to use a wireless unit, but they don't. They want to have that fuzz first in their chain stuff. Yeah. So huh. to me, that's that's the cool game changer part. Now, also, this one is what are these? Are these three hundred, three hundred fifty? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I would um, say the link now takes you to a two ninety nine. Yeah. So it's expensive. That's pretty expensive for a fuzz face, but Mm -hmm. add some cool features that I think a lot will hit the right spot for a lot of people. So pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Diaz is just deflating on air right now. I totally am. (laughs) I'm like falling asleep. Sorry. Um, so we're going to talk about the next thing. That's usually how these scripts work, buddy. All right, so the next thing. <laughs> Deodario <laughs> announces the new Pedal Tuner Plus. In all fairness, that's about the, all the excitement it, it okay. deserves. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I mean, it's another pedal. Now it tells you what uh, it's tuning it to, if it's 440 or what. What's the one that everyone says that you need to go for? 440 is the... Is, well, 432 is like the smartass on the internet. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. the smartass yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Well, 432 is just warmer sounding. <clears throat> yeah, 432 yeah, yeah. is just no out of tune. Yeah. It's called flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds yeah, so yeah. much better. So, no, so it sounds flat. Someone's like, someone's like, you sound flat. No, no, no. 432. <laughs> no, no, man. I'm, I'm in harmony with the universe, man. Have you looked at yeah. brain scans at 432 hertz? For supposed, I'm like, so you have a resonant cavity in your brain? That's not that's not something to brag about, buddy. Yeah. All right. So let's we're going to talk about... Uh, so good for you, Deodario. Um, we're going to talk about the next thing, which has been kind of... Uh, I've seen people really like throwing a fit about, which I don't understand. Are they been mocking this guitar? So we're gonna have a talk about it. Um, so Duesenberg's announced um, new electric guitars for 2021. Uh, they've got what's called the Falcon. Um, it's an interesting style. It's very much like when I think of it, it reminds me of the uh, Fender Vaporizer, like the Pawn Shop series amps, where it's kind of kind of mm. got that like um, it's the retro styling kind of thing. Yeah retro like jetsons like like when, like it's like what the what the future was thought about in the past you know what i mean like so that's you, what i think so you're of. saying gibson custom shop should be releasing this instead oh. 
I don't know. All right. So pretty much, um, I don't know what people have described this as, but I really like this guitar. Uh, the the bottom horn sticks out a lot farther than the top horn. Um, so it's kind of kind of that like uh, fire firebird feel down below. She got the fire down below. But um, I don't I don't know what people are upset about. It's got a Bigsby style. It's still a Duesenberg uh, trim system, or it's still a Duesenberg trim, but it's like. It looks more like a Bigsby. Do all of well, those it, like it's that? Duesenberg's version of the Bigsby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's kind of what instead of for. their less trim or less trim. There you go. System. Yeah. Um, Which on this one, I think the bigger, bulkier hardware looks better. Yeah, it sure does. And honestly, uh, the only thing I don't like about this guitar is the Filtertrons. I don't hate it. I think it's a good looking guitar. Um, it's also got uh, two switches on the. Uh, pick guard that control the pickups i believe it splits them and puts them into single coil uh, i don't like where they're located um, yeah, yeah you might right hit the them while strumming yeah, I, it's, it's right mid like strum stream i i put them stream. i put them out on the uh on the lower horn there i think that would be a better spot for them yeah i think it'd be well if it was one yeah oh, two. they're recessed oh really yeah they're I like recess. yeah they're like uh the full size like gibson switch but it's literally a hole in the pick guard and they're mounted below um question what was your favorite thing to do at recess uh four square oh that was a good one <laughs> do you guys have the giant like balloon thing like the or the giant like parachute that you No, i went to a rinky dink that, that was more school. of a gym class thing oh yeah i guess I don't know. Foursquare was the bomb. Or, ooh, butts up. I mean, did you ever play that? Heads up, seven up? No, butts up. So that's where you Never took, um, uh, usually you'd use a racquetball and like the blue bouncy ones. Um, okay. And you would throw it up against the side of the wall. So the thing is, is you have to like, I forgot how it, I forgot how the rules worked. Pretty much, you ended up getting to throw the ball at people, uh, so that was pretty cool. Oh, we did that anyway. Yeah, I mean, it was just we had, <laughs> we had rules. You couldn't just like run around throwing the ball at people. But that's half the fun. Um, we just played soccer. It's something like you had to. Like, that's usually run. what we did at my school. <clears throat> um. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Anywho, so if you know the rules to butts up, get on there get on the group and tell us uh all right so then there's the senor which is a pretty much like gold top les paul with one weird pickup and one knob and one switch okay, is it, i'm totally digging this thing so it goes from single coil humbucker and an in-between mode with the three-way yeah this is this is actually really freaking cool but do you want to i like it. the price I, of this i well, oh 2600 2800 so you're oh gosh dang price is right rules bubby <laughs> yes i also uh, just like the that they came up with their own junior bridge yeah yes. that it's all duesenberg hardware which makes thing. me wonder will they sell it on its own because if that's a fully adjustable wraparound single bridge that might be a desirable Ooh. mod for a lot of people i'd buy yeah for juniors all right, and then so next we've got the fairy tale, 
Split King Edition. So it's a lap steel with uh, G Bender and B Bender on it. So that's. Lito. Did you keep Sorry. scrolling, Diaz? Do you see the Alliance Jeff DeRosa? Yeah. So pretty much the same thing, except for a different colors, the gold top. I think it looks better than the gold top. I don't know. I like the gold top a lot better. See, so there's a solid there, green. I would wait, like wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. The, 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 I want the gold top, but I want the, uh, uh, that's a, uh, banjo arm bridge yeah they got a little metal armrest there um yes. oh i l- really like this and and the inlays uh, i like a lot on that on this on the series you're talking about the jeff DeRosa, right yeah i like the inlays on that did you go to the next one yes okay so they got the alliance series tom bukovac i'm guessing sure um but yeah so this is uh He's oh, this is the guy who worked with like Stevie Nicks, Vince Gill, Keith Urban. Um, he's known as the Session Man. Um, but yeah, this is beautiful. I like this a lot too. It's got you know a piezo what? in it too. Great job, Duesenberg. Fantastic guitars they put out. A lot of them are very like classic looking, but sticking. But you can tell it's a Duesenberg. You know what I mean? Good job. Proud of you. You're doing great things. Yeah, all around. I mean, good good lineup here. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Golf club. All right, so Fender's Parallel Universe. So we're going to talk about stuff we don't like. Um, Fender's Parallel Universe oh, wow. series takes on the Firebird with the Sparkomatic Jazzmaster. I would have figured what? you'd like this. I was about to say I don't hate it. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, it's it. it's. Um, I don't like the color so much, but yeah. in in all fairness, um, it makes me actually kind of want an offset. Have you ever had one? Not not a traditional offset. I mean, I've had guitars that are technical offsets, but nothing never. Oh, like, yeah, because you had a you had a Firebird. I had a Firebird, which is technically an offset, but it doesn't. It's not really falls under the offset category mm-hmm. of like the Jaguar Mustang, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, I like it. What's I wonder how much it is? Oh, it's gonna be like two and a half grand. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't like it that much. Not uh, with that color. Yeah, I mean the color just. The the absence of a pick guard on the offset makes it look a little weird to me. I don't. You know what it is? It's just the fact of it. It doesn't get bright enough. It doesn't. It's not enough of a burst that I would like it. I mean, um, it's 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 a normal sunburst. It's just you're so used to having that white center of the pick guard. Yeah, I don't like it. Honestly, um, believe weird thing. Uh, if the headstock was a little bit lighter, possibly it would look. I don't know. I don't. That's it's, a darkened headstock, think, isn't it? It is a very dark headstock. Um, I think the headstock's too dark for the body. Like they, should, I think that was. I think honestly, that's the biggest contrast that I don't yeah. like. Yeah, I can live with that. I mean, all right. Well, speaking of things that we can live with, we can live with Fender doing. Didn't we already talk about this? I didn't know if we did or not. The Chrissy Hines signature Telecaster from the Pretenders. Oh. I think we yeah. I think it was in a big list and now it's gonna get featured on its own. Yeah, it's a telecaster. Probably, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a I mean it's a it's a um distressed telecaster. Fourteen hundred bucks. Not bad. It's so Mexican, no, that, I bet. that's Mexican, yeah. Yeah. I mean still not horrible. I like it. I like the color. Um I'll Locking stand tuners. By you. 
I'll stand by you. Sorry. What if I just started singing that and started like crying on air? Would you leave? Would you leave it in? Yeah. Oh yeah. Anytime okay. we make you cry, I leave it in. <laughs> Actually, we we put it at the top and bottom of the episode as well as a highlight. <laughs> You'd know if you listen to the episodes. Um, uh, all right, so that that's really cool. Uh, this this next thing. Um. All right, so Diadario announces new telescopic pedalboard system, the Expand XPND. Um, they just can't expand on the vowels. Uh, those costs extra yeah no guys it's it's like a hit it's like an app it has it can't have any vowels in it okay well i was gonna make an an app for like scary ghosts it was called boo but i wasn't gonna put any vowels so now it's just all right anywho that was a horrible joke i'm I'm, I'm disappointed i heard it i heard the sigh we're gonna move forward okay Uh, keep going all right so anywho um I don't hear what Scott has to say about this. Why why do you think I have thoughts on this? Because it's different enough and you're opinionated. Because it expands. I have to I will start by saying enjoy your lawsuit Didario from Pedal Train. Oh no, that ran out. Is that officially done now? It's officially done. Like okay. it's it's been enough time. All right, cuz this this fell into the people get the, sued the slotted like that yeah. was the big thing was the slotted. yeah slotted and supported by metal oh no 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 this one this one the the frame does not oh wait, wait. wasn't isn't that thing john had to do it where the frame supported itself yes okay yes that's this does not do that or like the middle mm-hmm. like that was his way out because their thing was that it was all one piece or something. Yeah. I don't know. All right. All right. So, what if they're serious, like, what if, what if get, they just like change the size really quick and they're like, ha fuck you. Oh, does that work? Um, so I wonder, is this the pedal train sizes? Because there's just like, there are, there's natural synergy with some products on the market if it does have like pedal train sizes for like getting like power supplies and stuff in the bottom of it. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. Uh, it looks like they I, have some type of a locking mechanism in there, so it's not yeah. this. I I saw comments from people being like, eh, "It's just gonna flop around on you," and I'm like, "No, it it locks in place." Hey, um, listen. After a while, you get used to it, okay? <sighs> what I'm talking about the pedal board. And the prices aren't bad either for the market. Scott's still in disappointed mode. Yeah, apparently, I never got it's out really of it. Just, yeah, actually, the price point. <laughs> the price I mean, one hundred seventy dollars like, for the big one—that's freaking amazing. I mean, it's on par probably with what the, the the pedal train stuff is. I wonder what the bag situation is like with these, because that's part of the joy Ooh. of like like pedal boards aren't that great unless you can put them in a bag to haul them around. Yeah, right. and there'll be some dude who writes in, be like, "I don't need one. I just carry it loose," and I'm like, "Great for you," but um. Yeah. Yeah, I I like it. I wonder, I mean, the other fun part is you, it comes pre-applied with their Velcro, which looks like the crappy kind just from this picture. So that will kind of suck. Um, and it's also, I mean, I don't know if you can do as many mods and stuff like this to, to it the same way you can with like pedal train stuff. Like the accessories market is what makes pedal train awesome now. It's not actually the pedal boards. 
you know yeah like it's just been the standard for so long that people start adding like like uh back when i used mine my pedal train board i had like those btpa side brackets and all that kind of stuff which was just awesome mm-hmm. so yeah who all right is that all of our news short week we're finally done with all this nam surging yeah all right so we're gonna move on to our topic i like this topic you're not tired of talking about this because it's been on every single group for the last three days i haven't been on facebook that much lately Uh, good for you well yeah so i mean I've, i've seen people talking about it and i i I have opinions on it all right so this is referring back to phoebe bridger was on saturday night live last saturday and one of her songs she took her guitar and smashed it on the monitor and which was i'm sorry i don't care who you are if you have a brain about anything electronic could clearly be see was staged Mm -hmm. because of the sparks flying from the monitor oh it was definitely yeah that was a firecracker that was a that was pyrotechnics. That yeah. was not the way that I mean, if you smash a monitor, even if it's a powered monitor, and it dies, it'll most likely just shut off. Like it would take a craziness to happen to get sparks to fly out of it like that. Uh you're running a decent amount of amps into one of those things when they're full blast but i'm saying but in, but to short it yeah it's just it's not a situation like where i would see a big spark like that happening is if it was a powered monitor but that mm-hmm. that would be the those would be the big power caps on the inside you wouldn't see it out outside the casing right so yeah it was it, they were two staged pyrotechnics for both those sparks that came off of it yeah and then the other fun part was the guitar didn't break no yeah because it was a well, Dan Electro. So why are people so mad about that? Because they have to be mad about something. Because he should have donated it to a kid. Or she should have donated it to a kid. She should have hit a kid with it. <laughs> That's one way to donate it, I guess. I mean, it's pretty much where we're at. Should have hit a kid. You would have been better off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I mean, it just... Uh, I, I don't who cares if you smash a guitar it's not my fucking money and it's a freaking it was it was dan electro right yeah mm-hmm. which guitar. she probably didn't even pay for it was probably and honestly if she was like hey dan electro i want to destroy this guitar they'll send her a b guitar or something you know what she I mean? actually did reach out to the dan electro and said yeah, I'm gonna do mean, it. And they were like go for it right and like nine times out of ten though like i would if i was a company i'd be like uh yeah we'll send you a b guitar to smash or something like but even if they didn't who cares it's not you know i'm so tired the problem is you got all these people who are like white knighting like going crazy like should have given it to a kid it doesn't matter i mean imagine if pete townsend smashed that guitar or smashed a guitar and everyone's like hey hey hey, you're gonna give that to a little kid mate like (laughs) i I mean mean, okay back then it was this massive sign of rebellion when those things happened I kind of yeah. wonder, are we past smashing guitars now? Like, it's kind of like this trite thing. It's been done so much that it's not shocking anymore. It's just kind of part of the, the gig. Who cares? Who cares if it's shocking? If you want to smash a guitar, smash a damn guitar. You know, when I, the whole thing is, is this is my thing. One thing about guitar for me has, it's, it's always been, 
in nine times out of ten, I would say almost ten times out of ten when it comes to guitar players, guitar players got into guitar because they wanted to idolize people. Or they, they are because they idolize people who play guitar. Or they wanted to be, they wanted to, to feel that. They wanted to be a part of that. They wanted to do the the reason I picked up guitar, I always attribute it to one DVD, and that's ACDC Live at Donington. I wanted when Angus Young walks in and they're playing Thunderstruck, it's the first song. And the crowd goes nuts. Even on the CD, you can just hear. You hear when Angus gets on stage. Because the, the electricity of the audience just skyrockets. That's what I always wanted. I wanted something so cool like that. And there's so many people that see uh, Jimi Hendrix lighting a guitar on fire. Kurt Cobain smashing a guitar. Uh, like Brad Wilkes throwing his drum set. You know, you've got all this crazy cool stuff and these this destruction and like it's like fight club. Sometimes you would just want to destroy something beautiful, you know? Like it, it, I don't care if the artist if she wanted to do that and this was like her big I'm not saying this was her big coming out like as an artist, but for a lot of these artists that should go up on Saturday Night Live, it's one of their first exposures to the entire world. And she did something that she wanted to do. She made a statement and it, it fucking worked because we're talking about it. We, we, I've never heard of her before this happened. Anyone oh, she, was in the, she was in the news uh -oh. the week before. For what? Outing Marilyn Manson as a total creep. Okay. Well, or she was, was she like, she joined on the Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, so like Evan, Evan Rachel Wood naming Marilyn Manson as her abuser was the big deal, but then like uh, right. Phoebe Bridger chipped in on it. Uh, can I say some something about that really quick? Marilyn Manson. Yep. Uh, yeah, no fucking shit. Sorry. Like, whenever that news came out, that was my exact response. Like, like Marilyn Manson's a creepy dude. Like, fucking yeah. Like, <laughs> no way. The 35 year old guy dating an 18 year old was emotionally abusive? No. I mean, I mean, it, I'm 32. If I started dating like a 16 year old or something or 17 year old, yeah, there's probably something fucking wrong going on there. Whatever. All right. Did you, did you guys talk about that last week? I'm guessing. No, mm -hmm. we didn't. Do we? Do we skip uh, the topic last week? Oh no, we uh, talked about shipping woes. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Chris well, and I were both dealing with some. Y'all pray dumb to the shipping, shipping gods for me this week. Well, we told you to tithe to the shipping god right yeah i gave reverb a bunch of money to protect my ass <laughs> yep just make sure you tithe um all right so yeah I, so there's all these other fun discussions that come into this so there's the fun gender disparity thing of like can men smash guitars but women can't and, and that like is that so i mean that's acceptable? like can, that's like that's like saying can men wipe their ass but women can't yeah who can, fucking cares yeah of course, I, and I think in that topic we were talking about that in our Patreon group. Which, if you join our Patreon, you can join that group. Um, Patre Patreon patreoncom slash the effects loop. Yeah, good plug. Uh, I mentioned like when I saw Joy Formidable, their lead singer. I forget what her name is, but uh, first off, she's a firecracker on stage. So like, she knocked over her amp stacks multiple times, and like, the, I, I remember watching her tech just try to keep her stuff alive. But like, she she full out just took her strat and hucked it across stage into the drum set like that was just yeah. part of their their act because it was punk yeah. like like the i guess part of it is the uncomfortable i, I kind of wonder is this because what phoebe bridger does where 
her songs kind of just build into this kind of manic madness from this kind of soft sweet spot uh, I, but i love it's a journey like it, it's a journey into this like especially with the song that that was played on it's kind of this whole like i'm unraveling kind of a thing and so at the end just ha- turning into this massive like fit you know that yeah. leads to smashing guitar i thought it i thought it kind of fit the vibe it was just kind of one of those like wow i didn't expect to wind up here when the song started because it was you know right. that, that was the first time i was hearing that song i don't know i don't know i mean my, my only comment is just simply phoebe's not a very large woman and so her swinging that guitar clearly took a lot of energy and like she just struggled with it so she right. just wasn't able to put a ton of force into it yeah i, I think uh was it ben made the comment he's like oh you can tell she's never swung an axe um <laughs> I mean, there, there's those kind of things of like, if you really wanted to destroy that guitar, you need to change your form. But yeah. And then the fact that the guitar yeah. didn't break kind of makes it kind of fun. It, it makes you wonder, was she like kind of like half throwing it? And was this all like you had the pyrotechnics in and like you kind of come into this like, uh, is this, was this kind of fake, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I thought, I thought it fit. It was a better musical act than Machine Gun Kelly playing his emo boy oppression the mm. week before. Yeah. Am I the only one in this group that actually watches Saturday Night Live? Yep. Okay. Currently. You know, all the clips are on YouTube the next day, so you don't actually have to watch it. Just throwing yeah. it out there. Um so there's there's that. I, I guess the other fun part to talk about is have we just had so much like sanitized pop acts and rap acts now that think that actions like that just society kind of forgot that rock that like that was a part of rock music yeah i don't know uh, mate yeah I, I would almost say so i mean like if foo fighters smashed a guitar would it be that crazy foo fighters oh, God. <laughs> yeah no like that's yeah i like, mean other than thing, all of like... us just cringing at like a dave grohl model being destroyed and we all feel <laughs> bad about it we'd hope it's one Dude, of the fake ones that, from like DH I, would, game. I would i would cry <laughs> if i saw that I'd be... <laughs> please don't <laughs> but if like if if dave came out with like an epiphone less paul and then smashed it would we would we be cringing and being all mad about it no i'd i'd i don't know yeah i'd be a little mad just because i want to be mad <laughs> so i don't know do you not know i don't know i mean was that was that as weird as Katy Perry's last SNL appearance with like the referee outfit and like her attempt at a diss track at like Taylor Swift? I don't know. That was awkward. I, I was more in pain watching that than Phoebe Bridger. Yeah, there's a lot of awkward stuff. So, all right, are we going to talk about this next thing? No, it got deleted. Oh, it's magic. I've made my decisions. Uh oh. All right. Well, <laughs> it was fun being back. Oh, I took a week off. It's always weird. I don't know. Yeah, right, it was fun well, having you back, Diaz. All right. Well, I'll see you guys in a month. <laughs> I'm like, well, Paul Tuck at Pete. If I see my shadow, I'm going back to bed. So, oh, yeah. We just had Groundhog Day. What, what was the result of that? Winter, six more weeks. 
Sounds about right. I live in Chicago. It's usually yeah, winter until I up in Boulder. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. You can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. You can also follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. You can find our YouTube, which now has 69 subscribers. So don't subscribe. Leave nice. it nice. Nice. All right. Uh, email us at the effects loop at gmail.com if you want to give us topic suggestions or just want to, you know, talk about your feelings. That's cool. You know, uh, if you really want to talk about your feelings in real time, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the effects loop. You can join on there. You can get in the level that gets you in the chat room and you get to hang out with a bunch of cool people. Um, speaking of cool people, thank you, Stringjoy, for sponsoring this episode. Go check out stringjoy.com. Sound better, play butter. For the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. even Christopher Walken anymore. It never was even <laughs> close to it. <laughs> uh, well, you're just leaving the I have a prescription and the only cure is more cowbell on the table. You're not even playing that card. I have a prescription and the only... Oh, God, oh, wait, so terrible. Sorry. It's so That's terrible. So bad. It's so bad. Just let's go home, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you. Special shout out. You're not special, Mark. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> You're not special, Mark. I don't know why we Christopher Walken. <laughs> we did it. You did. That was just you. Well.